0: To dissect every trailer, plot twist, and game released for the geekiest of fans. The Mothership. Saving the universe from bad comic book adaptations every Friday. All aboard The Mothership, the geek culture podcast from the USA Today Network. Thanks for joining us, and happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. We got to inject some enthusiasm into Brian's face. It's right a now. big
2: wrestling weekend, though, so that's why I'm excited. That's, Jeez, that's thank worth you,
0: thank getting you. Getting
2: excited about. We're gonna get.
0: Oh yeah. We are gonna get Brian a Red Bull before every episode from <laughs> now on because he's got to perk up a little bit. This is a Friday. <laughs> Damn it! Come on. Uh, let's meet the crew. I'm Brett Molina. I play video games, and my favorite female wrestler ever is the fabulous Moolah, aka the Goat, the greatest ever.
2: And uh, I'm Brian Truitt. I watch movies, and my favorite female wrestler is the man, Becky Lynch.
0: Kelly Lawler is still at the Television Critics Awards. I think she's back in 2020. Uh, we'll keep I you forgot posted.
2: what she looked like. Honestly,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kelly's her name, right? Kelly. I don't okay. Know.
2: No. <laughs> Isn't it just us?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding, Kelly. We miss you. Please come back. War of attrition. Yeah.
2: we lose everybody.
0: Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. New episodes of The Mothership drop every Friday, and you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like to listen. By doing that, you'll be helping other fans who love nerdy pop culture find us. And as a thank you, we'll give you a shout-out on the next episode. As a double bonus, Brian will not come to your house and put you in a figure-four leg lock. That's so. not my move, man. It's What's your moveset. move?
2: Probably the Atomic Elbow, because that's like the Dusty Rose Atomic Elbow, because that's probably like... I can't get any. I can't get on like the the top rope or anything. I, I fall fe- off.
0: I feel like if you're gonna try to get people to do reviews, you got to put them in like a submission hold where they kind of tap and cave. Like, okay, okay, I'll give you five yeah, that stars. Helps. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So super Bri- hold maybe. Okay. That's a pie. That was a Roddy Piper move.
0: Oh well, there you go. So see, just review the show, or Brian's gonna put you in a headlock or something. Anyway, uh, don't forget along with leaving a review, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We're at Mothership Pod, or you can send an email to Mothership at usatoday.com. On to the main topic. Here's a clip.
1: I have a job. I have a boyfriend. And somehow, I still feel lost. Maybe you feel lost because you're holding yourself back. This is everything we've ever wanted. We can't grow and bear for another nine months. I'm the only one who cares about keeping the show alive. What do you want, Ruth? I don't want to ruin what we have. You're happy, right? We may never open a show in Las Vegas ever again. Just take a moment and appreciate what is right in front of you. I'm
2: going to get us kicked out of every casino here before we
0: leave. Friends, we told you we were doing a wrestling episode at some point. It's happening right now. Yep. That was a clip from the third season of GLOW, a.k.a. The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, which premiered its third season today on Netflix. It's based on the popular women's professional wrestling organization from the 1980s. Which
2: I totally watched when I was too young.
0: Same here. Stars Alison Bree, Betty Gilpin, Mark Marin, and our special guest this week. If you're a fan of the show, you know her as Carmen Wade, AKA Machu Picchu. And you may have heard her on an earlier episode of the mothership from 2017. She's back on board. The one and only Brittany Young. Brittany, thank you so much for coming back.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: Of course. Okay. Let's start with glow. Um, And your character, what can viewers expect from her in season three?
1: Well, season three, we see Carmen, you know, she just went through that revelation of, you know, losing her two best friends, Bash and Rhonda, when they got married. So the beginning of season three, she's quite lonely and has kind of decided she's going to fill that loneliness with leaning into being in the Vegas lifestyle. She's going out, she's partying, she's staying up late with the girls and it kind of catches up to her. And throughout the season, we see her slowly start to realize that she really wants to be a wrestler and she's trying to get back to that place of making her dreams happen. And by the time we see her at the end of the season, she has to figure out is GLOW the place she needs to be to make these goals a reality
2: this season uh gina davis joins the cast um obviously she's a legend um what was it like working with her
1: she i mean i unfortunately was only with her with groups or like with her in group scenes but even then just to watch her she's so professional she's so good at what she does and she loves acting like she loves what she does but she's just such a nice person all around like The first day on set, she came up to us and she was like, Oh my gosh, can I get a group picture? I love the show. Like, she's such an amazing presence and also makes you feel so worthy of being in her presence, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, She was just so great to work with.
2: Well, and she's been such a force in terms of like female equality in in Hollywood and the Me Too movement and everything. You know, a show like this is just like right in her wheelhouse.
1: Yes, exactly. And we talked a lot about her foundation that she has and what she's been doing, you know, with that foundation to make sure that women are coming to the forefront and they're treated well within this business. It's just really amazing to see the journey that she's had, you know, kind of starting out her career early and then becoming like a leading lady and what she's doing with that power now. It's really, really amazing.
0: So you briefly mentioned that the this third season takes place in Las Vegas. Did you actually film there? And if you did, what was it like?
1: We did not film in Vegas, which I'll be honest, I'm not like I'm not upset about. Uh, <laughs> we actually recreated everything here in Los Angeles. Our writers had kind of taken a little field trip to Vegas early on. And it's just, you know, Vegas is so modern now that we really couldn't use anything to try to be like, hey, it's 1985. Um, so our production team built like a you know ground to ceiling casino in one of the stages here. We worked at an old hotel out here um, in Los Angeles and redecorated that. It's just amazing what they've come up with. I mean, the wallpaper alone is the most disgustingly '80s things you'll see. Like it's very accurate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I want to touch on one thing. It's kind of spoiler, but not really. I mean, kind of it, it happens like in the first episode. But, you know, kind of the first episode deals with the Challenger explosion and like how Mm -hmm. how the girls have to deal with that. And kind of like there's like a thing that's kind of funny that happens on TV, but it's not really funny. But, you know, in the context of things that it kind of is, um, you know, obviously, Glow has its dramatic sides, too. But was there a tricky you know, it's not too soon. You know, it was too soon for them, not too soon for us. But was there a tricky balance in kind of dealing with that kind of like epic disaster in the in the middle of their their lives?
1: I mean, yes, we definitely, you know, we definitely never want to poke fun at the event itself. Like, that's not what the episode is. It's more kind of seeing the intricacy of how these girls are reacting to it. You know, where the humor of the situation, and I think in only the way Glow can do, is not in the actual challenger explosion. It's in the fact that these women were here, you know, commentating about it. And, you know, here we have Zoya just really ripping into the US space program. And then this disaster happens and how Ruth starts to kind of realize, oh my gosh, what have I just done? And seeing how all the rest of the characters where it's like, unfortunately, it did happen. Is it really affecting our lives per se, we're not sure, we still have a job to do. So I think that's where we kind of were poking fun at more their response to it, and how uh, they reacted to it, but definitely paying, you know, our respect, we don't ever want to make fun of a situation like that at all. Um, And I think we did a really good job of walking that line and being on the right side of it
2: well it makes for a really nice moment between the girls later on because they're in a moment where you know they're about the shows are about to start and they're not quite gelling with everything and yet this kind of this disaster does kind of bring them together in a really neat moment
1: yes it does um that was a very interesting scene to shoot because it is that weird switch of all right, here we are paying our respects. We're having a moment of silence. And then it's like one balloon cracks it all. (laughs) Yeah, You know, like it is that really interesting, like emotional shift that, I mean, we definitely did that scene a lot of takes to really get that shift correct.
0: So what would you say is the overarching theme that Glow uh, is grappling with in this third season?
1: Ooh, what would I think? I mean, I think, Not to be too cliche, I think really the overall theme is, you know, not everything that glitters is gold. I think we go into Vegas thinking like, here we are, this is our moment, this is our chance, we're about to just become stars, we're finally going to get what we actually want, and then we slowly start realizing maybe it's not what we want, or maybe this is not where we want it. And, you know, each of the girls react to Vegas and react to the show in such different ways that we really do get a chance to explore how everyone is really dealing with being in Vegas and being on the show. Um, you know, I definitely think one thing about this season people aren't going to expect, it's dark. You know, this is one of the darkest seasons we've done. I think it's unlike the previous two seasons in almost every way. There's a lot less wrestling. It's a lot more dramatic. You know, there's. There's still the humor, there's still all that, the performance, but really it is about the intimacies of these women's relationships and their relationship with their job.
2: Uh, it of cool, all the kind of character stuff that you guys get into. But mm-hmm. I do miss the wrestling of the first season. You know, that is the season where everybody learns to wrestle. So you really can't do that again. Yeah. Unless you all have like amnesia yeah. or something and you have like a time-traveling episode or something. Which would be cool. in the fo- Maybe yeah. in the fourth season. But is there anything kind of like new wrestling moves or anything kind of like re- wrestling related that you got to do for this season that you did find fun?
1: I mean the final wrestling battle between me and Allison Bree is the biggest wrestling moves we've ever done on the show she and I um especially for me I think you know there's definitely some things in there that had we tried to do them in season 1 and 2 I personally feel like we I would have been like oh maybe we'll build up to that but this season I was definitely gung ho to be like yes we need to do the biggest moves we can do especially what Carmen's arc is. You know, she's bored that they have to do the same wrestling moves night after night. So to have one match that's completely new and entirely different and to go that big was just so much fun to shoot. But I do understand. I mean, we miss the wrestling too. I mean, it's still in the season like it's not completely gone, but it's definitely not in the forefront like it has been the past two seasons. Um but I think it's really interesting because when the first show came out, that was one of the things why a lot of people didn't watch they're like, I don't like wrestling. I don't want to watch a wrestling show. So now I'm going to see curious how much people are going to be like, well, where's the wrestling? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's like it's going to be one of those things where people just have to realize like our show is growing, and this is one of the changes that we've made for this season to really put more emphasis on the relationships and getting more intimate with our characters. The wrestling had to take a little bit of a backseat. It's not gone. It will definitely come back in season four, but. It's taken a little bit of a breather for season three.
0: So you've appeared in other TV projects too, like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, how much has your career and your life changed since you started working on Glow?
1: I mean, it's it's definitely changed. I mean, I'm now a full time actress. Uh, like before, you know, I was an assistant and having to you know make sure other shows were running correctly and running well, and everybody was enjoying their jobs. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest changes to have to really have that mentality of like okay there's going to be times where I'm not working there's going to be times where I am working like getting into that actor's lifestyle as it you know is known um but I think it really has it's been a great ride like if it were all to end tomorrow I would be very happy with what I've done very proud of everything I've done and you know I've gotten to work with a lot of great people in front of and behind the camera and I just I really do hope that continues because I feel like I have a lot more to do and a lot more stories to tell. And I hope I get that chance to do those.
2: You guys have been so close for, I'm sure for so long, because I mean, you've done three seasons of a show and you're spending, you know, pro, you know, when you're filming probably a lot of waking hours with each other. um, getting to know each other's, mm-hmm. you know, idiosyncrasies and everything else. Is there anybody that, you know, any of your co-stars maybe in this season that you really got to know more or really got to have a, a closer friendship with than you'd had a chance before?
1: Hmm. I didn't, that, that's a good question. I mean, I probably would say Mark Marin, which is really interesting because he and I didn't really have a lot of scenes together. But I think he this season really, like just really 100% became comfortable with us. Like he has spoken many times about how in the first season, he kind of kept his distance from us and, you know, was just trying to do the job and wanted to make sure he was doing everything correctly. I think this season, you know, there were times where he'd be waiting for us to come eat lunch with him, you know, like he really would sit down and have conversations. Like I just spent three months in Ireland and I went and saw his show and met him afterwards. And, you know, we talked and had a good time. So I would, I would say probably Mark Um But I don't know We're you're right. We all are really close and we hang out on the off season, you know, during hiatus. So I think really our relationships. As a whole, are just getting deeper, but probably I think I got maybe closer to Mark Marin this season.
0: So, thinking more big picture on your career, are there any particular acting roles that you would love to take on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've said this so many times; they're gonna think I'm stalking them. But uh, Sony is making a plus-size superhero movie um, based on the comic book char- character, character Faith. Um, I'm a huge fan of the comic books. I've you know been talking to Valiant Comics just trying to get as much merch as possible so I could represent this character. Um, but I would love love to play her when they are ready to start casting that role. Um, but like I said, you know, I just, I'm still a baby in this industry. Like I, you know, I haven't been acting for too long and I really do want to be given the chance to play different roles and characters. Like I'd love to start doing movies. That would be amazing to get into that side of the business. Um, you know, a comedy, drama, action, you know, I'm ready to do it all. So hopefully there's some people out there who are like, yes, we want Brittany Young in our movie. Let's put her in it.
2: Well, I mean, the Marvel should call you for the Eternals because there's going to be like 60 people in that movie. So hopefully, maybe... maybe
1: <laughs> That and what is the other one that Ava DuVernay is doing? Oh, the New, New God That would that be awesome. Yeah, like so many other people are just like, oh, there's like one character in there that you'd be perfect for. So I've been looking into that. But, you know... Every role that's meant to be mine will will be mine, as cocky as that sounds. Um, but that's just kind of how I think about it, you know. So, yeah, hopefully something will come along. I mean, I'll even be like a kid in the background in a Marvel movie. I'm down for that, too. <laughs> like, I don't need a lead role. I just need a part.
2: <laughs> yeah, Well, you would be good, for, you know, for one of the female Furies in a New Gods movie. But now that you kind of look, when you look back, you know, when you like watch an episode from season one, do you feel like, do you, can you see how much you've grown as an actress, or do you not? Do you not kind of want to go there? Do you want to kind of look forward in terms of like your acting? And you know, there's a lot of people that just don't like to see themselves like you know shows and movies prior.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely have seen how far I've grown, but I definitely, you know, I think it's very true. You are your own worst critic, and I'm trying really hard not to be that person. But there are sometimes when I sit there and be like, "Oh, Brittany, you should have done it this way," like. Why didn't you do it? You know, like I'll start critiquing myself, but it's just, it really is fun to see, you know, it feels like I'm just watching myself with my friends at like a giant party and it just happens to be, we're playing other people. Um, But I do really enjoy the show and I love watching everything that I've been a part of. Like I love every single role I've done. So it is fun to go back and watch. Um, But I don't know, it's just, I think I still have so much more, to grow like i, I i'm i no meryl streep by any means but i'm all right and i'm having fun but i think i've got you know a lot more to work on and again it just goes back to getting those opportunities and hoping that people will give me the chance to kind of learn on the job and get more roles and get more parts and projects going
2: well and meryl streep wasn't meryl streep after you know her first two or three projects no, either exactly. you know yeah
0: I will say you got a much cooler start in your career, though, being in a wrestling TV show. So that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Meryl wasn't doing (laughs) suplexes like early in her career. So you have that over her.
1: True, true, true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's very interesting because like, you know, like we do consider ourselves wrestlers, but from, you know, foremost, we're actors. And it's so interesting. Like I just walked, I went to a movie premiere on Monday and walked by a paparazzi. He's like, hey, can you show me some wrestling moves? And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm fine tonight. Thank you. And then now on the internet, it's like, Brittany Young chooses not to talk about wrestling. And I'm like, because I'm not a wrestler. Like, I'll talk to you about acting, because that's my job. Like, it's so interesting how people like, kind of are just like, oh, but you're a wrestler though. And I'm like, but I'm an actress playing a wrestler. (laughs) You know, like, it's a weird, as much as I love wrestling, it's just like that weird meta where does the line end kind of thing about it. But I mean, that's right. Meryl, if she wants to come and wrestle on Glow, we will let her. We will show her the ropes for sure.
2: Season four, Meryl, show up.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on, why not?
0: Okay, one last question and we'll let you go. Um, what, is, what do you think is the biggest thing you've learned as you've kind of embarked on this journey into acting?
1: I think the biggest thing I have learned, honestly, is to not be scared. The one reason that held me back from attempting to be an actor 10 years ago really was fear. I mean, I had just graduated college. I came out with $60,000 worth of student loan debt. And I just thought to myself, there's no way I can survive waiting tables and auditioning. Like, it's just not going to happen. I need to get a real job. And luckily I stayed within the business and, you know, became an assistant and production secretary. But for those years, really what was holding me back was the fear of not being able to make a living, to you know, pay my bills. And until someone, my manager, Robert, who I love and adore, until he told me to stop being scared, that's you know, how I was going about thinking about this. Like, don't worry, once my bills are paid, then I'll go after my dreams. And you just can't do that. You have to just, from the get-go, be confident in going after what you want and actually go after it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and best of luck with your career and with yeah. Season 3. And all, you're always welcome to come back anytime.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a good one.
0: Okay, listeners, your turn. Are you a fan of GLOW? What do you hope happens in Season 3? Let's talk about it on Twitter. You can find us at MothershipPod or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at Molina 23 I'm at Brian Truitt. Don't forget, you can email us too. We're at MothershipPod at USAToday.com. That'll wrap it up this week. Thanks so much for listening. Special thanks to our pilots slash producers of Mothership this week, Shannon Green and Natalie Boyd, the best podcast tag team on earth, by the way. If you like the podcast and don't want to miss an episode moving forward, you can subscribe to The Mothership for free on Apple Podcasts. While you're there, how about leave us a rating or review because it helps us get some great feedback and it helps other people find the show. And Brian and I aren't doing like tag team wrestling moves on you at your house. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll come to your house.
0: Yeah. We might be a little old and slow, but we'll get there. Trust me.
2: (laughs) You don't want what it is, brother.
0: (laughs) If Apple Podcasts aren't your jam, you can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere else. You listen to podcasts, you'll find us. So until next Friday, friends. Nerds out. Later.